Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Your Relationship With podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Snow. I am a business relationship consultant. What does that mean even? I say it on every episode and I'm like, what is that even? Listen, I used to be a dating coach for six years. And when I looked back on everything that I had spent time and money on trying to grow my business, what I saw is that the one thing that consistently helped me grow my business was the relationships that I made and the connections that I built along the way. And so I am on a mission to help women get back to that, get back to the basics of growing a business like an actual loving, caring human being. (laughs) Isn't that a concept? So one of the ways that I do that is in my Powerful Women Rising community. It's a community of female entrepreneurs who are building and growing their business together with the support and the wisdom and the love of each other. And it's designed to be everything that you need in order to start and grow your business all in one place. So we have mastermind calls, co-working calls, networking calls. We have experts that come in and teach on various topics. And we have a whole lot of fun too. So if that appeals to you, click on the link in the show notes to get more information about the Powerful Women Rising community. Speaking of powerful women, today we have my interview with Cami Gildner. Cami believes that women's voices matter. She's a connector, a storyteller, a business coach for high vibe women entrepreneurs, helping them raise up their voice, vision, and visibility for impact and business growth. Woo, amen. Cami helps her clients build businesses that they love with more time prosperity and more wealth prosperity. She weaves soulful inspiration into mindful business strategies, and this soul plus strategy approach to business helps her clients succeed in business and worldly impact. Today, we're talking about exactly that time prosperity and wealth prosperity. And when Cami first proposed this idea to me as a topic, I was like, what? I don't even know what that means, (laughs) but it has been incredible digging into that with her and really discovering the relationship between time and wealth. And a lot of the thoughts that we have baked into us already that we don't even know are there about time and wealth and how to create more of both and how creating more of one actually creates more of the other. So I'm super excited for you to hear my interview with Cami Gildner on your relationship with time and wealth. Hello, Cami. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Melissa. It's great to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you here. So I connected with you through your Extraordinary Women Ignite conference. I think that was the first time you and I met, although I'd been stalking you on social media long before that. Uh, well, so yes, it was. And it, it was such a it was such a pleasure to meet you. And you know, you just have amazing women in your community as well, I've discovered. So it's really fun to to get to know you and your community better as well. Yeah, for sure. And that conference was amazing. So tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Yeah. So I'm a business coach. I help women raise up their voice and their visibility and grow their business. And I am really passionate about helping women grow businesses they love, right? That, you know, it's, we can build businesses where we just replace a J-O-B and I'm, that's not what I am about at all. So many of my clients are former corporate women and um, as they have stepped into this next evolution of their life, growing a business and 
you know, doing it for impact. What I've discovered is there's much better ways to, to grow our businesses so that it just not, does not become this, this busy cycle, the same, you know, 80 hour work weeks. Nobody wants to go back to that. And I'm really passionate about helping women not do that. Yeah. I love that. That's one of the reasons I love the topic that we're talking about today. And this idea of time prosperity is because I think it's very easy in the beginning. We're so focused on like, this is why I want to create this business and this is my why. And I'm so passionate about it. And then we get caught up in the day to day and that I need to get more clients. I need to post on social media. I need to do the thing. I need to start a podcast, all the things. And then we've like completely gotten away from why we even wanted to start the business to begin with. And it stops being fun. Right. Totally. Totally. And it's, I mean, it's, and we're doing this work. I mean, so many of us are being called to do the work that we're doing and we can't show up in our best light if we're in that kind of a, a a cycle of just doing, 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 and not ever being in the space of being. Yeah, for sure. I used to joke when I first started my business that I quit working for somebody else 40 hours a week so I could work for myself 80 hours a week. And now here I am seven hours, seven years later. And I'm like, that joke's not funny anymore. Yeah. No, that joke is not funny. Yeah. And 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 the good news is there's ways that you can build your smart ways that you can build your business so that you don't do that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I had a really good interview that I did with um Connie Kircher about mm-hmm. strategic planning. So if you guys haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to that one too, because that is a very helpful way to make sure that you are using your time efficiently. And a lot of that is stuff that we miss out on. Yeah. So let's talk about this idea of time prosperity and what is that really? Yeah. So time prosperity is, I mean, one to start with just as a baseline is there's more white space on your calendar. You've got white space that you can actually think and be a CEO to look at your business strategically and, um, you know, I often will block off Fridays. There's no, there's no meeting days on Fridays. I often will block off the last week of the month where there's no meetings on that, that month. And so, or on that week. And, um, so that gives me a white space so that I can be strategic about where my business is going and, um, you know, be able to, you know, if I want to write something that is content for my clients, it's, it's, evolves my work. It gives me space to evolve my work from where it is today into that next evolution of what my work stands for. So I really like having that kind of space to to be able to create. And I've really liked playing with the word create in that space because we can turn it, we can turn it into, oh, I have to do these sorts of things. But instead mm-hmm. of it's it's in so much of what time prosperity is, is the energy that we show up in in time prosperity, because I can tell you, and, and I was just having this conversation with a client last week. She's like, you know, I've got more white space on my calendar, but I feel guilty mm-hmm. that I'm not like, you know, filling it up with something. Mm-hmm. And I have to really fight that. And I was like, oh, I, I totally understand that. And, you know, the energy when you, uh, how you move between one meeting to another meeting is we can really look at what does that look like? And I'll give you an example. I went to, and I, and I played with this last year. I was flying to Toronto and I was going to spend the day at the airport. Right. And I decided very early on that morning, it was pretty early because I had a, a morning flight and I was like, I am just going to move through this day with time prosperity. And it's like, you don't think of being in an airport as time prosperous, right? I mean, that's just like, they're, they're just, they're almost opposites. Yeah. But 
I left my house early in the morning. It was dark out. And I left with plenty of time. So I gave myself plenty of time. And, you know, anybody that lives in in Colorado right now knows the Denver airport is just a crazy space to go through. Mm -hmm. And I'd been through it the month before in a very non-time prosperity way, like almost (laughs) missing a flight, right? Yeah. I was like, it's not going to be that way. And so I... Um, drove down, I put on like some nice music and I live up a canyon, a mountain canyon. And so I drove down the canyon and, you know, there was a a moon out. It was beautiful. There were stars and nice music. So I really started that drive down to the airport in that kind of a a zone. Yeah. And then I got to the airport and I had plenty of time. So every step of the way, you know, as I was checking in, I was checking bags, all that sort of thing. I just was breathing through it differently, right? I mean, I was like, I have plenty of time. I'm not in any rush. I got to the gate. There was plenty of time, you know? And so all day long to the time when I got to my dinner that night that I needed to be at, I never felt rushed Mm -hmm. because I left plenty of time for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was a big awakening for me because I was like, okay, I felt really at ease all day long from there was no stress to the day because it yeah. was just so, so in flow. And, you know, I had to make that choice. I had to make a conscious mindset choice and I had to make the conscious, make sure that I have space. So I think it takes both sides of that. Um, And and when we look at our weeks, you know, on a week to week basis or a month to month basis in our businesses, we can really decide what's the rhythm that I want to live in. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't take meetings before 10 o'clock in the morning. Because mm-hmm. I like my mornings. I, I I like my morning rituals. I like that sort of thing. But I um, you know, it's it's really getting so that we're we're consciously making these kinds of decisions. And then also, and equally as importantly, paying attention to how we move between the different things, you know, the different, you know, whether it's you're finishing your day and you're moving to go make dinner or whatever, it's it's like choosing to move through, through that very consciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what's interesting about your story about the airport too, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking like having that time prosperity changed your experience for sure, but it also changed the experience of all the people that you are interacting with. Like if I think about the most irate, (laughs) inappropriate people at the airport, it's usually because they don't have time prosperity, right? They didn't give themselves long enough. Their layover was too quick. Something was behind or whatever. And so now you're able to interact with all of these people that you come along with in that day in a very different energy because you have that. And so I think of that in terms of business, like we're interacting very differently with our clients. We're interacting very differently. Like even this meeting, you know, I was rushing around and late to our interview and all the things, but I had to take a second before I even logged on to be like, okay, here we are. Yeah. Let that go. Right. And that's, and that's so beautiful. This is going to be a very different interview. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and you did. You came on, came on very calmly, and it was like I'm, I'm fine. I'm. Bo-. You, you let me know I was doing some other things, and it was, it worked just fine. And that's and and having the wherewithal to say I need to breathe before I just rush and jump onto this call was really wise. Yeah, and I like what you said about it being a choice too, right? We have to choose that mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So time prosperity is obviously important in terms of like improving your experience, your mood, how you're interacting in the world, mm-hmm. but how does it translate then to wealth prosperity? How does sure. it actually make us more money? 
Yeah. And, and it, it takes, it's, it's not just having the time prosperity to make the wealth prosperity. You actually have to have the right business model set up to really align to, you know, so I can go back to a time when I had, you know, I was coaching, you know, X number of clients per day, every day a week, you know, several years ago. And it was like, it's, it's, it's strenuous. It's like mm-hmm. to be, to, to speak to that many people, to show up for that many people. And now I'm much better at um, really, se- I set up my business model in a way, in a smart way, right? So it's, it's a simple business model. So I'm going to actually, there's actually an acronym for it, if I can remember them all right now. Um, so S is simple. And so really simplify your business model. Know where you're, know your client customer journey and where you're taking them and serve that customer journey. Mm-hmm. Because as entrepreneurs, we often have all these ideas that we want to, you know, go out and do. And it's like, oh my gosh, look at the shiny, you know, the shiny syndrome or the shiny, shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, we want to go off in all these different directions. And it's really easy. And I've done, I, and I, I, I constantly have to catch myself from just adding more things onto my business and say, is it really in alignment with how I serve my clients in their customer journey? Mm-hmm. So that's a simplify one. Um, M is market. So you have to really know your market. You have to know who you, who, who is that client that you serve. A is um, ascending. It's the ascending model. So it's like you're, you're, you bring your products, your, your clients into your first level product, and then you, um, you could take them into the next level product. You know their journey. You're, you're in that with them. Mm-hmm. R is repeatable. So it's something that you can keep doing so you don't have to reinvent all, all the time. Mm-hmm. And then T is time prosperous. So there's your smart business model. You're, you're creating the white space for your business in, with, with this. And when you are creating your business for scalability, you're often, you know, very often people are in that space of one-on-one coaching, one-on-one consulting, where they're trading time for dollars. Mm-hmm. And when you're getting into that ascending model, you're starting to create products that allow you to scale your business. Yeah. And so that you can go one to many. And, you know, it's, it's important to start with that your space where you're trading one, one, you know, time for dollars. It's important space to start there because you, you need to grow your number of people you have in your communities before you group. So you don't group too soon. Mm-hmm. But um, that avenue to, you know, that ascending product model is really what ascending scalable product model is really what sets you up for both the time prosperity and the wealth prosperity. Yeah. It makes sense that you would need those first four things before you could get to the time prosperity. Cause it, it, like you can't, people who are listening to this can't just be like, okay, I'm going to take these 12 things off my calendar yeah, and I'll have more time prosperity and then I'll make more money. Like there, there is strategy behind it. Or you're, you're being really selective and, and, you know, you're not trying to do all things like choose your core marketing strategy that, you know, you're going to be reaching out to your clients with Mm -hmm. and build it from that place. But, you know, I think what I see happening a lot with entrepreneurs is they'll, they'll say yes to too many different approaches to marketing. They will, you know, really just, um, you know, 
it gets messy because we keep saying yes. And I, I, I had literally caught myself doing this recently. I was like, somebody asked me to partner with her on something. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I love what you're building. And yes, I'll do this. And she's like, it will only take five hours per week. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then I started doing it. I'm like, what the heck am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing all of my time prosperity. I'm losing the space where I can think. And I had to yeah. call her and say, okay. I can't. So it's it's just our tendency. We want to say yes to things. And that simplicity is so important and simplicity in who we serve, how we serve them, and then how we market. Yeah, absolutely. So for the people who are listening to this, who are thinking like, okay, I definitely need more time prosperity. Like This is a new concept to me and I can't imagine what it is like. Or even people who are like, yeah, I think I have some of that, but I think I need more of it. What yeah. are some of the things that they can start doing today? One one of them that you mentioned was like maybe not saying yes to everything or being a little more intentional about yeah. what you're saying yes to and what kind of time that's going to take. What are some other things that people can start doing today to create more time prosperity in their life? Block things off on your calendar. Block CEO time on your calendar. Um, I, I, I encourage my clients from the very get-go to do just that. You know, mm-hmm. don't, if you're not in... If you're not making white space for you, you can't grow your business in a way that that you're thinking strategically or higher level of where it's mm-hmm. going. Um, and and block time block like different types of things. If you're if you're coach time block, I'm going to coach at this time, but not at you know time block that you know I'm going to coach this time every week, but mm-hmm. not that you can they can get get to you anytime they need you. You know, right. So really starting to create boundaries around when you're available and then when when you're going to make time for yourself. Yeah. And when I say white space, I'm also I'm not a, meaning that it's like you're not doing something. It's like you're like going off to go play. It, it means that you're doing things for your business. You're putting that CEO hat on and really being in that space of, okay, what do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Where, where do I want this to go? What are the mm-hmm. big ideas? How do I take my work deeper for my clients? Those yeah. kinds of questions. Yeah. And you have to not only put those things on your calendar, but then you have to actually honor them on your calendar. So right? Let's not forget that part. <laughs> I'm really good at blocking things out on my calendar. I yes. always have CEO time blocked out on my calendar on Fridays, but mm-hmm. then throughout the week, it'll be like, oh, Susie needs to reschedule, but she can't do any other time, but Friday morning. I'm like, that's fine. I can move my yeah. seat. Like, it's always, I feel like for me, it's always the first thing to go. And so we have to honor that CEO time as if it were an important appointment with someone who was going to like make all the difference in our business <laughs> because Absolutely. it is. It is. And it's, it's, if you think about it, it's, and it's one of the things I've been, you know, playing with also is that we can't outsource our leadership of thought. Mm. And so often I've, and I've done this my as, as well, I've done it in my own business where I'm like, oh, I want to hire this person to do this sort of thing for me, right? And when it's high level leadership of thought, where it's like your ideas and you're taking them to a new level, and, or it's your ideas and you're, you know, you're just making, you know, taking it deeper into what you want to, to be teaching in that work. People can take the content. I mean, so people can take this podcast, for example, and find quotable quotes out of it and they can repurpose it. So we can hire somebody to do that. Mm -hmm. But the big 
picture leadership thinking is ours to own. And only we can do that because we only have, it's our stories. It's our wisdom. It's our, you know, journey that we've been on that we can part, you know, that we can really share with others. Right. And that's the beauty of making that. If we, if we, we give away that white space, we lose that space to be able to go deeper with that thinking. Yeah. I love that. Such a good point. So if anyone is listening to this podcast and they want to connect more with you, they want to learn more about what you do with business strategy and creating more time prosperity, what's the best way for them to connect with you? So they can go out to my website. It's camigelner.com. And at the very top, there's a space where you can um, find out about all of my, my different events that I run on. So every month I am doing some sort of a teaching, some sort of a free training. Oh, awesome. And so you can be on my mailing list and you can see which training I'm doing, you know, each month. I host some round tables. I do some trainings. Uh, I've got just different spaces for people to be able to take any of this work. And this is, I mean, this is what I'm t- speaking to a lot, you know, right now is, is, is really around the time prosperity, the, the business models, all of this. And it's free, right? It's out there and it's available. So that's, that's a great place to, to connect with me. Awesome. So if you want to know more about creating time prosperity, really dig into it. Check out Cami's website. And Cami, thank you so much for coming on the podcast to talk about this today. It's been amazing. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Relationship With podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. If you want more information about the Powerful Women Rising community or about our monthly virtual speed networking event, check out the link in the comments. We'll see you next time.